Good evening, everyone. I'm so happy to be with you here once again. It is a Friday night and we are going to take it easy, as is tradition on Friday nights. I'm going to pull up the YouTube stream so I can see what you guys are saying and respond to your chats because that's something that I really enjoy doing. Welcome, everyone. So happy to see you. It is Friday. We made it. We have arrived. Let's get into this weekend. Hello, Whisper and CB. Welcome. Glad you could make it for sure. All right. So I'm, as usual right now, I'm kind of resorting my desktop because we're now streaming to three different platforms at the same time. We are on Twitter because we have a blue check now. We're one of the very, very important folk who are blue checked. Um, it doesn't make you more important, obviously, but we did pay for the service that allows us to live stream like a full hour, um, which is super cool. So if you're over on Twitter, by all means, check us out over there. We're on Rumble because we don't like big tech. And we are also on YouTube because we do have a handful of subscribers over there. So wherever you are, thank you very much for joining us here tonight. It is a lovely sunny evening and as always we will expect this light over here to get dimmer as time goes by. Today we're going to be covering just really two big things because there was some news but it was all over the place and a lot of it was super super political. Um, and I don't really want to talk about the debt ceiling. I actually don't really care too much about the debt ceiling. I care much more about cultural stuff because I feel like this is going to be the stuff that affects our future a lot more than, for example, the debt ceiling and other stuff like that. So we're going to be talking about the physician's assistant in New York City. Everyone's been calling her a nurse, probably because she's a woman. That's so sexist. Just kidding. That's fine. Typically, PAs are a mix, I think, of both genders. I think that probably... You know, I'm not sure. We'll have to look that up. Let's look at the Verdant Labs numbers on... Actually, I'm not sure. Verdant Labs. Do, 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 do. Professions. Okay, so we have... Let's take a peek here. We love Verdant Labs. This is the Verdant Labs site. Verdant as in green, V-E-R-D-E-N-T, verdantlabs.com, politics of professions. So here we have, let's see if we have physician's assistant. Might be a little bit too specific. So we have physicians. Nope, doesn't look like we have physician's assistant, but physicians are... Majority Democrat. And that's so interesting. 53 Democrats for every 47 Republican. I could honestly spend all day in this um, website. Super, super interesting. So and this is so fun. I love looking at the political affiliations of each one of these professions because you can tell which ones are majority male and which ones are majority female. For example, environmentalist. Hugely majority female, very compassionate, very feelings oriented. We have, let's see if we have more information about that. Nope. Huge majority. Yep. And oil workers on the flip side are majority red. And as we all know, the majority of oil workers are males. Flight attendants, majority blue. Pilots, exactly the inverse. So we have, hello dear, do you have sound? Oh, where's our rumble stream? Let's take a look over here. You want to help me? We're just looking at the Verdant Labs. We're kind of getting distracted already right out of the gate, which is fantastic. That's a great sign for the rest of the evening. Let's take a look here. We got the stream. What's the hang up? Do, 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 do. Rumble's a little bit of an enigma to me still, but we'll see what we got here. 
going to go into possibly user error. Who knows? Let's see. This is what we have. Rumble, rumble, rumble. It looks like it's streaming. What's the deal, yo? Turning it off and on again? Love it. That always works for me. Sending data. <laughs> Said it was working. All right, let me know if there's any more problems. Twitter, I guess, yeah. Yeah, if you're not on Twitter, you sure should be. Twitter is a fun place to be. Hello from Tucson. We love you on Highly Snipes. Gizmo Dog, haven't seen you since the first couple streams. Glad you're still at it. I am still at it. I am at it pretty much every night if I am physically able. I was not feeling it this evening, but it's fine. I'm here drinking a little extra coffee, drinking some water. It's going to be just fine to keep that baby alive and kicking. All right. Anyway, we were getting distracted with Verdant Labs just a second ago. So let's see if we can go back to that because that was fun. Oh, where'd it go? All right. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay, here we go. Anyway, so we have bartenders, probably majority female, because bartenders tend to be tipped based actually on how they look and obviously what service they provide, whereas beer wholesalers, who are like business owners, would be majority male, librarians, females, Democrats, loggers, males, Republicans. The patterns are like, there's like a one-to-one correlation. I'm not sure why taxi drivers are majority blue. That's kind of interesting because that isn't majority female. Innkeepers, majority Democrat. Mattel owners, majority uh, Republican. Interesting. Chairwoman, majority blue. Chairman, majority red. How interesting. Pediatricians, blue. Urologists, red. Not sure why urologists are men, but that is kind of interesting. Uh, Then we have yoga instructors are like 99% blue. Car salesmen are red. Fascinating. I just think it's super interesting. Which way does our... uh, Let's see if we have... um, Okay, we were okay. We actually had a reason for doing this. We were gonna look up physician's assistant. Physician. Okay, so I think I should be able to. Yes, good. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. So I forgot that you can expand each occupation if you click on it, or at least these ones down here. Anesthesiologist, majority men. That is one of the highest rank, highest paid jobs in nursing, owned by men. Because once your patient is under anesthesia. Anesthesia, they are objects, they're not people. Radiologists, radiology machines are machines. Ophthalmologists, a lot of machinery there too. Not sure about dermatologists, but that is interesting. Pathology, cardiology, yep, yep, yep. Yep, gastroenterology, 50-50. Radiation oncologist, 50-50. Okay, do we have physician assistant? Physician executive is majority blue. That is interesting. Physician scientist, I'm curious what a physician scientist is. I want to see physician assistant. This is so neat, right? So if you go into medical services, you have optometrists, chiropractors, opticians, sonographers, pharmacists, medical assistants, audiologists. You guys have got to check this out. It's so fun. It's so informative. I can highly recommend it. And they get really into depth on everything. I'm sure you can find data about how exactly they go about finding their information as well. Very neat. Oh yeah, cool. Anyway, so the reason I pulled that up was because I saw people arguing over whether this lady was left-leaning or right-leaning. And they said, well, it's funny because she's probably a raging lefty. And I was like, we have no way of knowing that. This woman works at a hospital. Yes. She's a nurse. Yes. That's a female-dominated profession. Yes. That means that probably she is voting Democrat because women tend to. 
Um, but we have no guarantee. And who knows? She's expecting, so it's likely that she is not terribly aligned with all of those left-leaning, like, green things that say that people shouldn't have kids. Let's read this article because this story is actually really interesting. Attorney for New York City hospital worker slams media after viral bike dispute. Without question, she's been defamed. New York City physician's assistant Sarah Comrie has been put on administrative leave over the incident. The attorney for the New York City hospital worker at the center of a viral bicycle dispute said his client is in hiding because her life and job are being threatened over the encounter. That's correct. We will unpack that in a little bit. Sarah Comrie, a physician's assistant at Bellevue Hospital, was branded a racist, quote, Karen by media outlets and social media critics after she was seen arguing with a group of black men who accused her of taking their rental bike in an iPhone video that has gone viral. Her attorney, Justin Marino, I hope he's a very good attorney, explained on America's Newsroom Friday that the six-month pregnant healthcare provider had just ended her 12-hour shift and was trying to rent a bike to go home. So she's six months pregnant, first of all, because it's going to be an important part of this story. She's riding her bike home, which, holy cow, more power to her. I already don't really have the energy to do anything like that right now. And she's further along than I am. So she's clearly on top of things. And she just worked a 12-hour shift. Holy cow, she's a tough lady. Marino said Comrie started to back off the docking station after paying for the bike on May 12th when the men confronted her, claiming she was taking the bike they had already reserved. Around the time these individuals were claiming that was their bike, someone pushed the bike while she was on it back into the docking station so that it locked again, he said. They can prove this with receipts. We'll get into that in a minute. Comrie claimed she had paid for that specific bike, but after the argument, put it back in the docking station and rented another one. Marino said he had two receipts that proved his client was telling the truth with serial numbers that matched the bicycles in question. He said Comrie sought an attorney because she was fearful she would lose her job over the encounter. Wise, wise woman. After the video went viral and Comrie faced online accusations of racism, Bellevue Hospital put her on administrative leave pending a review of the situation. Wow. Okay. Well, at least they didn't fire her yet. Bellevue Hospital called the incident disturbing and reaffirmed their commitment to providing an environment free from discrimination in a May 16th tweet. That's cowardly. They don't know if this was discrimination, but they are assuming that their employee was at fault here because there's no way, of course, that these that this gang of black guys could have possibly been discriminating against this white lady. Marino said it wasn't just her job that his client was worried about. She has received death threats, he said. She is in hiding. What's at play is what social media did to this woman who's literally a hero and has done nothing but help people and within one minute effectively tried to ruin her life. The attorney said he's preparing lawsuits, saying there is no question some outlets defamed his client. She's been called a racist. She's been called a thief. We plan to purse that, he said. Good. Marino clarified that they wish no ill against the men in the video and that their complaints are against the media outlets who suggested she was a racist. That's fair. These guys did not act in good faith, I don't think, but they're not the ones doxing her and dragging her name through the mud and trying to get her canceled, i.e. removed from her job and possibly from life. Her uncle has set up a GoFundMe account to help save her livelihood and her reputation. Let's take a look at that real quick because I was actually curious about that. Uh, This is something that I saw the other day and I thought was really probably a good thing because she is going to need it. 
GoFundMe, can't spell. We are at $61,000 of $75,000. This must be her uncle, Bob Rowe. I think that is her. Yeah, okay. My name is Bob Rowe. Late last week, my niece, Sarah Comrie, a physician assistant at Bellevue, became embroiled in a much publicized incident with a city bike that was unfairly paint that unfairly painted her as quote a racist Karen. The facts have since proven that this is a lie, but the damage has been done. In fact, Sarah is a dedicated healthcare worker who is six months pregnant. She holds racial justice and equity dear. Okay, so she is a left leaning voter, which jives with my idea of her being a nurse and being a female and therefore voting Democrat. And obviously living in New York City Putting up with all that nonsense, you have to be okay with left-wing policies, but I digress. Uh, She has dedicated her life to serving New York City's most challenged individuals. She does not wish to become a cause celebre, but the legal bills to save her livelihood and her reputation obviously are mounting. Update. Sarah is deeply moved by this extraordinary show of support. We are happy to see a few media outlets are finally reporting the entire story. Daily Mail. Yep, that sounds right. But sad to say that she is still being pilloried on social media and receiving multiple threats. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. This guy donated a thousand dollars. That's very generous. Good for him. This isn't fair. This is not fair. Okay. So I'm trying to think how to organize my thoughts here because we all can see that this is very, very clearly unfair, but that's not giving it enough credence. Okay. We need to recognize why it's unfair and what's going to happen next. So I also want to clarify too, that I personally believe that the term Karen is a racially charged word because If we track it back a little bit, you can imagine the ladies who are all gathered at a table, sitting, waiting, critiquing, you know, waiting staff and cooking staff and all those other people. They have the funky haircut. They're really kind of discriminatory themselves. Um, And they are Karens. The understanding is that they are middle class, middle aged white women who who are going to demand to speak to the manager. That's how it started. What it has evolved into is any white woman who does not go along with what racialized people want her to say. And when I say racialized people, I'm not referring to the guys who gave her a hard time. That was bad enough. But I'm talking about the people on social media who are trying now to ruin her life and calling her this particular name. This is a name that is applied to white women. I was listening to Pop Culture Crisis earlier today, and Brett was saying, I have to disagree with Brett. Brett was saying he doesn't think it's racialized at all. I don't think that's correct. I do not think that's correct. I think that this started out racialized, and it certainly is racialized now. Hello, dear. Can I help you? Oh, yeah, I do have to retweet. That's a good point. We've been very distracted right from the beginning of this stream. Yes, and this is not even the worst thing that happened today. We are going to have to get into the FBI, which is going to be a great chat. Sorry, we're so discombobulated today. So yes, the term Karen is clearly, 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 clearly racialized. I do not like it. I do not appreciate it. It's not awesome. I would prefer to stop it outright. Oh, I'm in Andy's account. That's why I can't retweet it. Ugh, boo. Okay. Ooh. He can retweet himself, though. Ha 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 That's great. Okay, anyway, I digress. Let me get back to where we were. Yeah, so I'm glad that she started a fundraiser. So this reminds me a little bit of the Daniel Penny story, which you guys are all probably familiar with as well. Daniel Penny was the Marine who helped subdue the passenger on the New York City subway who was threatening all the other passengers. In fact, now, excuse me, other patients have come forward and talked about how he was a hero in that moment and how important it was that 
that he was there, that he saved their lives, that he recognized a threat and that he neutralized it. And they were incredibly grateful. They're like, this was a really big deal for them. Like, this is just another day on the subway, but it turned into something super crazy. And they were really, really glad that he was there and that he stepped up. And they think that he shouldn't be treated like he's being treated because he's getting the exact same treatment that this poor woman is getting. And I think this is so frustrating to me because I got to shoot straight with you guys. I have family members who consider themselves to be part of the alt-right. And I really, 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 really don't like the alt-right, okay? I don't have time for anti-Semitism. I don't have time for this nonsense about how great certain people are because of the amount of melanin in their skin. I think that's the dumbest possible measure for how to figure out if someone is good or bad. Terribly, terribly simplistic. I think it's weak. I think it's childish, blah, blah, blah. You guys probably already know all this stuff. But it's very, very important to notice that by pillaring these people, they are giving fodder. The mainstream media and social media are giving fodder to the alt-right. And they are saying, hey, you know what? We actually are going after white people. This actually is a threat and you actually should be concerned. And I don't like that because I don't like the ideas of the alt-right. Two things can be true at once. They can be going after white people because they're one of the last remaining demographics that it's okay to pillory and also white people could not possibly be the best race in the world let's just clear that up right now but I think that I wish that they weren't giving the alt-right power I really don't like any of those ideas and I would prefer they stay in the corner where they are now not really popular I think that when you get into the social media fomenting this kind of story you're going to see more and more people going hey you know what actually what they're saying is kind of true I wonder what else is true and then susceptible people kind of suggestible people are going to start leaning in that direction that is not what we need at this point in time but I digress on that point that's just kind of frustrating to me because it is becoming increasingly clear that they are actually targeting white people and I don't know what that means for the future but I don't think it's going to be good and we watched Al Sharpton today at the funeral of Jordan Neely and we also watched AOC leaving from the funeral of Jordan Neely because apparently this is something that's so important. This poor gentleman who was homeless and crazy and in horrible dire straits and was losing his mind on a train, threatening people loudly and with precision. Um, and none of these people cared about him until he died and they could use him for their own cause. I find that personally very gross. Two different characters, two different Democrat characters at this funeral, took it upon themselves to lecture Ron DeSantis, who said he thought Daniel Penny was a hero for stepping up and neutralizing a threat on a New York City subway. They took it upon themselves to say that he needed to read a Bible. I will let that sink in. Democratic lawmakers and Democratic figureheads talking about how someone else needs to read the Bible. It's not blasphemous. But it is incredibly rich to consider that they don't ever think about the Bible. And I do include Reverend Al Sharpton in this statement. It's absolutely ludicrous that he can call himself that at all. I think that if he were anywhere near a Bible, he would probably burst into flame. He does nothing but stir racialized fires. And AOC is taking a page out of his same book and taking up that same mantle. Now, Benjamin Crump for his shortcomings, who is functionally an ambulance chaser of the racialized type of the worst kind, to his credit, had the good grace to take down his tweet about 
this lady, probably because he knew that he was likely to get sued over it. But there was an NBC, I think it was. Okay, we're going to go back in my Twitter timeline. I pulled up a tweet for you guys about the FBI, but we're not there yet. So let's look at Twitter. All right, let's see here. Let me go to my own. Oh, no, this is Andy's. No, I keep forgetting. All right, where's my wife's? Oh, yeah, we're going to have to watch the latest Guy Ritchie movie. That was supposedly super good. All right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I talked about seed oils. Woo, you guys aren't going to like my take on that. All right, here we go. This is the headline from NBC News. The New York City hospital employee has been placed on leave after a viral video that appeared to show her attempting to take a rental bike from a group of young black men garnered millions of views. And I tweeted... Boy, the word appeared is doing a lot of heavy lifting here. I'm sure they hope it's enough to keep them from being sued for defamation. And Jen chimes in, appeared might not save them. Arguments on both sides use uses of the word. Arguments on both uses of the word. Very curious. I'm not in any way engaged with law. I'm not in any way engaged with law. Nah, I'm not. But. We'll see what happens. So this person actually got a fact check. And by this person, I mean NBC. And I did rate it helpful, but I am again on Andy's account. And they added, the woman has provided receipts to her lawyer showing that she had paid for the bike, which is a great, incredibly concise summary of what exactly was going on here. And someone commented under my tweet, and I also don't care. I do not give a shit about this. Okay. I don't care who she voted for. I don't care. Not at all. Don't care. No one should be in this situation. And I mean that sincerely. Yes, some black men came up and argued with her in front of her workplace. That was horrible. She had just worked 12 hours. She was about to ride home. She's six months pregnant. Okay? She didn't vote for black people to be present in her city. And I'm not sure exactly what you're trying to say with that. She voted for probably left-leaning policies, and she's going to end up regretting that. It's clear that she already probably does, to be fair. I don't care what direction someone votes. They shouldn't be in a position where social media and mainstream media are coming after them. Okay? Let's be 100% about that. It doesn't matter which way you vote. You deserve basic, common justice in front of God and everyone, in front of all social media standards and everything. It doesn't matter who you vote for. Sorry. And I don't care if she called her baby a fetus. That was a very weird thing. I did notice that. I would never call my baby a fetus. That's gross. That's weird. At least she let him live, I guess. Hopefully her kid doesn't vote the same way she did. But again, I don't care. Don't care who she voted for. Everyone deserves justice. Honestly. And I don't like that argument. I really, really don't. It's not nice. Let's be honest. Everyone deserves basic, fundamental justice in front of God and everybody when something like this happens. I do mean everyone, including every race in that in that group, in every directionality of leaning. Anyway, I digress on that point. I just wanted to kind of discuss the alt-right angle. I really don't like that that's been being given oxygen. I don't think that's a good way to go. I think we already have enough division in this country. I would actually really like to start healing some of that, but it's feeling like we're just getting more and more divided and who knows, maybe we won't be able to live together. I don't know, but I guess we'll see. Excuse me. Once again, can't breathe. Have the hiccups. It's good times. All right, let's talk about the FBI. It's 
good times over there. They had a hearing today. I think it was the weaponization of the FBI or the the um, intelligence agencies committee uh, hearing they had today. So let's see what they have to say. I said, I think it's time to start strategically viewing the FBI as an enemy force on our soil. I'm already on all the lists. I will say whatever. I don't care. I'm also pro-life, so I'm sure I'm on that list as well. Start paying close attention to what they do and how they do it, because if you are not in full lockstep with them, they will do it to you, and they have a biased justice system on their side. And here's what Natasha, too, had to say. She is NHC Moms for Liberty. The FBI sent agents to track and report on the license plates of parents attending school board meetings. Just another conspiracy theory of mine that's proven true. Here's from Matt Gates. The FBI distributed a memo, a memo titled Domestic Terrorism Symbols Guide that said support for the Second Amendment and displaying the Betsy Ross flag are indications of violent extremists. So we are at the point in this story where literally disagreeing with your government on any level puts you onto their radar. They are watching you. And this is what I mean when I say we need to start thinking of them as an actual enemy. Like in the same way we would be thinking of Chinese soldiers or Russian soldiers on our soil. Unacceptable. Something we need to be highly on guard for. And I think that even ordinary people are really going to have to start thinking this way. And we're going to be talking about Mr. O'Boyle, whose name you just saw here in a minute. The FBI sent agents to track and report on the license plates of parents attending school board meetings. Okay? So, if you attend a school board meeting, just know the FBI might be tracking you. The FBI forced Special Agent Garrett O'Boyle to beg and borrow warm coats for his children because the family's belongings were locked in an FBI-controlled storage facility. These FBI whistleblowers swore an oath to the Constitution, not the FBI, and that is exactly why they are being targeted. I think he's right. I remember hearing about Mr. O'Boyle's story, and now let's read an article about them, uh, because there's more than one whistleblower who are saying the same thing. Whistleblowers claim FBI wrongfully targeted gun owners and concerned parents continuation of the same story we just started all right suspended fbi special agent garrett o'boyle former fbi agent steve friend suspended fbi agent marcus allen and empower oversight president tristan leavitt are sworn in during a hearing before the select subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government of the house judiciary committee at rayburn house office building may 18th 2023 on capitol hill the House Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government has a hearing, held a hearing on weaponization of federal government. Yeah. Concise-ish, also wordy. FBI whistleblowers Marcus Allen, Garrett O'Boyle, and Stephen Friend painted a grim picture of alleged FBI weaponization in front of a House committee Thursday, suggesting the FBI wrongfully worked with the Bank of America and alleged law enforcement spying on parents that voiced their concerns at local school board meetings. This is deeply troubling to me because I am one of the people who's constantly telling others one of the things that you can do to get involved in changing the shape the the course of this country is on is to, at the community level, go out and look around and see who needs help and see if you can get involved in something like a school board. I remember my mom would go to a school board, two school board meetings once a week when I was like, gosh, I must have been like four or five. It was some of my earliest memories, right? She didn't have kids in the school, but she thought it was an important way to be involved in the community. It was a Christian school, so she was like, okay, so I agree with them, at least theoretically, on the basic faith principles. Now I'm going to go in there and try and make sure to hold them accountable 
for being Christian like they say they are, which I think is great. I think that's what parents should be doing all the time. I think all parents have that obligation to not just their kids, if their kids are in that school, but the kids of that community. These kids are the peers of their kids, right? And you need to think about that. And that's something I talk about often. I'm like, Andy, we're hopefully going to be able to protect our kids from a lot of this gender stuff. But these kids are going to be our kids' peers, okay? They're going to be hiring our kids. They're going to be working alongside our peers or or they're going to be working alongside our kids or our kids are going to be trying to hire them. Like we need to do everything in our power to make sure that they too are good people and told that there's greater purpose than just trying to focus inward like the rest of the world is telling them. So here we have a quote, I'm disappointed and I'm angry that I have to be here to testify about the weaponization of the FBI and DOJ. Weaponization against not only its own employees, but against those institutions and individuals that are supposed to protect America. O'Boyle remarked in his open statement, opening statements before a bipartisan House committee. All the featured FBI whistleblowers are currently suspended from their jobs for speaking out against what they define as a politically driven corruption, and it is hard to read it any other way. Rep. Thomas Massey, whom we love, questioned the suspended FBI employees about the allegations of collusion involving Bank of America and their agency. He also questioned the witness panel over the alleged bombshell reports that federal agents spied on local school board meetings, citing an October 2021 memo Merrick Garland sent to various law enforcement agencies. If you guys recall, I believe it was in the body of this memo that Merrick Garland either accepted the definition of parents as terrorists or put it forward. Representative Massey referenced the House Committee's FBI whistleblower testimony highlights government abuse, misallocation of resources, and retaliation report. The National Desk obtained a copy of the full report embedded below. I don't think we're going to read that whole thing right now. Retired FBI Supervisory Intelligence Analyst George Hill's testimony is recorded on page 30 of the newly released House report. Hill's published statements alleged Bank of America provided the FBI's Washington field office a list of customers that made debit or credit card transactions between January 5th and January 7th, 2021. So, you can make guesses based on that particular time frame what exactly they were looking for. Hill doubles down by telling the committee those that previously purchased firearms were elevated to the top of this list provided by the Bank of America. Bank of America, with no directive from the FBI, data mined its customer base, retired FBI supervisory intelligence analyst George Hill told the House committee. Wow. So even without being instructed, this is why you can't have a woke bank, okay? This is actually why I left U.S. Bank. So I moved away from that organization because I was like, no. No. And I, I hadn't bought a gun at that point. I didn't have anything to talk to them about. I was like, I don't care. I don't want to be associated with anyone who seems even remotely woke, even kind of DEI leaning. And it's very hard to find a big bank that's not DEI leaning. So I think the proper answer in that instance is to go to a local credit union, which is what we use now. It's great. It's much better. As publication, okay, let's see here. The report concluded the FBI not only invaded Americans' privacies, but worked with a private banking institution to obtain otherwise confidential records without correct legal process. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. It's almost like the FBI thought they were above the law. Hmm, crazy. What a trend we're seeing. The House publication continues the Hill's revelation was uh, corroborated by special agent in charge Joseph Bonvalenta, who testified separately about his concerns over the same matter. TND reached out to Bank of America to get their response to today's allegations. Bank of America follows all applicable laws, 
and regulatory requirements to receive, evaluate, process, safeguard, and narrowly respond to law enforcement requests, blah, 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 blah. This is a business boilerplate. You're not going to get truth from a company. A pressed Bank of America further. Can we verify the FBI directly requested data from Bank of America and your institution complied? Bank of America has not responded. This article will be updated with any additional statements. Good for them. This is a good organization. So this is a local news site we're using. Allegations the FBI surveyed parents at local school board meetings. The House report obtained by TND suggests the FBI was a winning participant in the Biden administration's anti-parent endeavor. According to the publication, now suspended Special Agent O'Boyle was stunned when he first learned Attorney Merrick Garland issued a memo suggesting investigations into parents who were allegedly voicing concerns at local school board meetings. The Garland memo told federal law enforcement officers there was a need to address the disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence at school board meetings. Oklahoma State Attorney, excuse me, Oklahoma State Education Superintendent Ryan Walters, who was on Timcast IRL, if you guys recall, shared his concerns with TND about the allegations made in the newly released House reports. After reading the report issued from the United States House of Representatives today, I'm not surprised that the teachers union and federal agents actively threatened and engaged in malicious activity to intimidate parents by use of force. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, so there we have two different things. We have we have them tracking down gun owners in connection to January 6th, and we also have them tracking concerned parents and acting like they were terrorists, basically. Okay, so keep those two things in mind because we have more. We have more. It's very exciting. Progressive pro-lifer's mom gets a home visit from FBI Karens. Interesting. Now we see the word used in a different case. I believe the FBI's true motive behind their visit to my parents' home was to intimidate me and my team. Two female federal blo- FBI agents descended upon the doorstep of Tracy Ketch, the mother of progressive pro-life activist Elise Ketch, last month. In a conversation publicized by the Daily Signal, the agents Ashley uh, Roberts and Kathleen Brown asked Tracy if they could talk to Elise. We just need to speak with Elise regarding some information that was sent to us, no doubt by concerned citizens. Roberts told Tracy, the agents asked for her address or phone number after learning she no longer lived at her mother's house. She's not in any trouble, Roberts said, adding that she couldn't tell Tracy what their visit was about, but that she shouldn't worry because it's nothing. Yeah, that's why the FBI shows up on your freaking doorstep, because it's nothing. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it, Mom. When Tracy asked to take pictures of their badges, Robert stated, unfortunately, we're not allowed to have anyone take our pictures. Yeah, good thing they had a camera, huh? FBI agents Ashley Roberts and Kathleen Brown showed up at the childhood home of pro-life activist Elise Ketch. The agents asked to speak with Ketch, who is a member of PAAU Now, which I'm not familiar with, progressive grassroots activist dismantling the abortion industrial complex and standing in solidarity with murdered victims abortion violence. Wow, I'm not familiar with this organization. They sound great. See, that is a group I can get behind. I don't care what side of the aisle you're coming from. So she said, here's a ring security camera footage first obtained by Daily Signal. Let's see if we can watch it. Yeah, sure. Um, Roberts and Mrs. Kathleen Brown were both with the FBI. Okay. We just need to speak with her regarding some information that was sent in to us. I don't, I don't know if you guys can hear, hear it. She's, she's saying, saying um, obviously what we just read, we just need to speak with Elise. We don't know where she lives now. Can you tell us where she is? Don't worry. It's nothing. We just need to talk to her. 
Right. Okay. I have two FBI agents at the front door. Tracy told her daughter over the phone in front of the agents. FBI agents, Elise repeated, causing Roberts to break into a smile. Mom, don't tell them anything, Elise instructed her mother. Tracy gestured for the agents to leave the porch. Yeah, Elise doesn't live at her mother's house anymore. But the visit made her concerned for her family's safety. Yeah, holy cow. Imagine if you are a pro-life activist, somebody who just cares about abortion and like trying to get rid of it. Remember the father? Remember Mark Houck, whose story we read just the other day? Same idea, but fewer guns and fewer kids involved. But they went to her mother's house. So they're clearly tracking her down. So they have access to all of the information. They can figure out everything. So... I'm not even sure exactly how to fight this threat, but I do think that we need to start thinking of the FBI as actual an actual en- enemy um, agency. Um, and I'm not sure what that's going to entail, but we're going to need to be really smart about it. According to Kyle Serafin, the former FBI agent who exposed the agency for targeting traditional Catholics, if you'll remember, they also, this is the third thing, okay, okay, this will be the fourth thing because they also targeted this pro-life activist and Mark Houck, they also were sending their agents into Catholic churches, remember? Okay, so we're up to four. Roberts was assigned to domestic terrorism as of last fall and was incessantly harassed, uh, harassing an FBI whistleblower and his wife. So the woman who went to the doorstep of this mother's house was one of the people assigned to harass a whistleblower in this agency. Holy cow. This agency is beyond salvation. We need a way to fix them. Since December 2022, 26-year-old at least has been an active member of the Progressive Anti-Abortion Uprising, a pro-life organization that espouses left-wing views on everything other than life. The group is pro-Black Lives Matter, pro-transgenderism, anti-capitalism, pro-life, interesting mix, and their existence works to detach the right-to-life movement from party politics. And I will have to say, if you actually care about black lives, you definitely need to consider that Planned Parenthood specifically puts its offices into minority neighborhoods and they make a lot of money in there. In fact, what we learned from a few years back was that more babies, more black babies in New York City are aborted than are born. And if you actually care, like actually care, this sounds like they're working in good faith. If you truly care about black lives and think they really do matter, you care deeply about abortion and you want to see it end, just like I do. In an interview with The Daily Signal's Mary Margaret Olihan, Elise said she has a few ideas about, about what may have provoked the visit. My colleague at Progressive Anti-Abortion Uprising, Lauren Handy, is indicted under the FACE Act and is being prosecuted by the federal government, she noted. It's plausible that these FBI agents aim to collect information from me to help build their case against her. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I wonder if Lauren is the lady who is involved in that crazy case in D.C. So let me look her up real fast. Lauren Handy. Yes, she's in D.C. And they found remains of five poor babies in this woman's home, which sounds horrible, but apparently she intended to properly bury them, which was a really, really interesting case. If you guys aren't familiar with the D.C. Five, you certainly should be. Teresa Bukovnivak, PAAU's founder, told Olahan she thinks the feds are desperate to find a reason to shut us down, and they're not above coming to our parents' houses to find what they're looking for. This is actually really interesting, and I mean exactly what I said in this tweet, okay? I said, if you're not exactly in lockstep with these people, 
they will come find you and they will try to take you out. And I mean it because I was talking about, about PAAU, okay? They're a progressive organization, but it doesn't matter because they have committed that cardinal sin of holding pro-life views. Which is really interesting if you think about it because the Biden administration is going after them, even though they're progressive, pro-transgenderism, anti-capitalism, pro-Black Lives Matter. They check all the boxes except one. And when I say if you are not in lockstep with them, they will do it to you and they have a biased justice system on their side. I mean it sincerely. Like these people aren't on my side on anything else. Again, don't care. Life is the one thing that matters more than anything else. And indeed, it should transcend party lines. In fact, that's probably one of the reasons they spoke to Mary. Mary Margaret Olihan is highly Catholic, super, super pro-life. And it doesn't surprise me at all that this would be where they turned to. While the organization's protest tactics have been peaceful, they are notably different from conventional pro-life demonstrations generally run by conservatives. In March 22, Elise and other activists were arrested after a nonviolent protest outside a congressional office building. The pro-life demonstrators stood in the street waving posters with photos of the five. And this is what I was talking about earlier. These were the poor babies that were found. They were basically to term. They were aborted by a horrible, and I do mean horrible, a truly heinous doctor in D.C. who was basically aborting babies as they were born. This is something that's called partial birth abor- partial birth abortion, which is theoretically supposed to be illegal, including in the incredibly blue city of DC. They got a hold of these remains and they were not happy about them. I I have to be honest, okay? I have never stood outside a congressional building and waved a sign with a horrifying picture of it, but if you guys follow me on Twitter, you will know that I have posted pictures recently showing what an actual surgery that they've been performing on certain confused people looks like. And it is a horrible, horrible picture. Like Andy was joking about blocking me and all the ladies in my ladies group were like, ah, it's horrifying. I was like, yes, I know it is horrifying. And I said, I believe the same thing about these surgeries as I believe about abortion. If you're going to be in favor of them, or if you're going to fight against them, you need to know what they look like. Okay. And I really, really, really right now, especially when I'm pregnant, I don't like talking or thinking about abortion. Okay. I'm very, very glad to be pregnant. It's something that I've wanted to do for a really long time now. I feel incredibly blessed and lucky. Um, but at the same time, this is something that you need to come to terms with. And I want leftists to have to defend what they're doing. Okay. I mean that sincerely. You need to see what a surgery looks like, what they call gender affirming care actually looks like in the flesh. It's really not pretty. It's not pretty. And the patients often die. They often got horribly infected. They're just truly awful. In fact, I really don't think these things should happen at all. I feel like they very much violate the Geneva Convention, except they're not performed, obviously, on prisoners or on people non-consensually, but it is horrifying. So we're up to four things from the FBI. But we're going to look at a fifth. House Democrat tries to link random Twitter account to FBI whistleblower. He says, not my account. Democrat uh, California, uh, California's best, by the way, Representative Linda Sanchez tried to link a random Twitter account with the same name as FBI whistleblower Marcus Allen. Yeah, because there's not more than one Marcus Allen out there to him, implying that he believed the former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th. 
During Sanchez's questioning at the hearing of the House Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government on Thursday, she asked Allen if he had ever used Twitter. I have utilized Twitter. Yes, ma'am, he answered. This is great. This is such a funny story. Sanchez proceeded to read out loud the name of the account, which was Allen's name, followed by multiple numbers. That is absolutely not my account, he responded. Okay, that's not your account, she replied. Well, on December 6, 2022, an account under the name Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, quote, That's not my account, ma'am, he interrupted. You haven't let me finish the question, sir, she stated. You haven't let me finish the question, and the time is mine. Oh my gosh, I can imagine. I can imagine what she sounded and looked like as she was running up to make a fool of herself. Holy cow. On December 5th, 2022, an account under the name of Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th. Retweet if you agree. Do you agree with the statement? Yes or no? Allen once again said that the account was not his and proceeded to say he did not agree with the statement. <laughs> duh, 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 duh. Holy cow. This one really made me laugh. But you want to talk about the weaponization of these agencies? This is a Democratic politician trying to get an FBI agent by using Twitter. That sounds weaponized to me. I feel like she's making the case. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan secured the in-person testimony of former FBI officials Garrett O'Boyle, Steve Friend, Marcus Allen, who have all been suspended. This we know. The whistleblowers allege the FBI has inflated statistics on domestic violent extremism. So that's six. That's actually something I've been talking about for a while, and I think it was Steve Friend that brought it up, and then I was just never able to find his testimony again um, because he was saying things along the lines of, yeah, the FBI knows there's not a whole lot of white nationalism and white supremacy, so they are making it up where they were having us fluff out our reports to make it look like there was more than there is. Wild, wild stuff. Yeah, so Greg Price was making fun of her. It would appear Linda Sanchez found a random Twitter account with 118 followers with the same name as a witness that she brought to the hearing and claimed it was his. Ha ha. Yeah, for sure. So here we go. This is great. Representative Linda Sanchez must answer for this. And they then he goes on to show a tweet from a random account named Linda Sanchez string of numbers. Donald Trump is the greatest president of my lifetime. Amazing. So two can play that game. And then someone else responded, no way there could be more than two, more than one Marcus Allen. Yeah, it's wild. It's crazy, right? There could be more. Anyway, let's continue. Okay, so this is a continuation of what we read before, where they got a hold of bank records without a subpoena. This we read. That's great. Okay, I want to see if there was overlap. So I was trying to keep track. This is interesting. Okay, so they abused a surveillance tool against George Floyd protesters. Again, this is bipartisan. They don't care who you affiliate with. If you hold even a single wrong view, they will come for you. And this is why I mean we need to unite against the FBI as far as ideology. I don't care. As I said, I'm already on a list. It's too late for me. And I've been on a list ever since I worked for Tim Pool. FBI abused surveillance tool against George Floyd protesters, January 6th suspects filing shows. Chris Ray told us we can sleep well at night because of the FBI's so-called Pfizer reforms, but it just keeps getting worse, said House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan. He is correct. The FBI violated civil liberties against George Floyd protesters and January 6th participants through the improper use of a surveillance tool, according to a filing for the, from the foreign, oh my gosh, okay, let me try again, from the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. FISC unsealed Friday that undercuts claims by FBI Director Christopher Wray. He was lying. That's crazy. Who could have believed that? An FBI agent lying? Crazy. 
crazy times, that the Bureau had reformed its process for using it. Lies. Lying liars and the lies they tell. The revelation is certain to place pressure on Congress, which must decide this year whether to renew the law permitting the Bureau's use of the Section 702 database. That would be, I believe, the surveillance tool they use to keep track of this stuff. The April 2022 opinion from the FISC, which the Washington Post obtained, indicated that the Bureau had improperly made use of the database more than 278,000. Oh my gosh, I can't read numbers, apparently. My brain is going more than 278,000 times, including against the aforementioned groups, crime victims, and political donors. So victims of crime... And people who donated to politicians. Good stuff. The FBI insists it has reformed its use of the database, though the Bureau's critics, among them conservative lawmakers, have questioned the validity of those assertions. That's putting it mildly. Chris Ray told us we could sleep well. Right, we read that. The FBI, my, the FBI may only access the Section 702 database when seeking information related to foreign intelligence or evidence of crimes. The database includes countless electronic communications and other materials that the Bureau may search for those purposes. Yeah. Okay. So they're lying. Not only are they lying, they're getting into everyone's data. They're going into bank records. They are, this is bad. This is so bad. They're going after private citizens. They're knocking on private citizens' doors, sometimes armed, sometimes not. If you're a progressive, you don't end up with the armed people coming to arrest you. But if you are progressive, you still end up with FBI agents on your door. Amazing, amazing stuff. This should be what brings us together. It absolutely should be. We can unite in this. All right, you guys got about 10 more minutes. Let's see what you guys are getting up to in the chat. Oh, good. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Um, How are you feeling these days? With I feel like I've been complaining all evening, so hopefully now you know. Congrats on your Prenac. Okay, pre- pregnancy. Thank you, Guitar Jedi. I appreciate that. At least in my limited experience and with ho- what Holiday portrays, Except that she called her baby a fetus. Yes. So this lady, again, I don't care how she aligns. Everyone deserves to not be pilloried in front of the public. That's just not right. We cannot set that standard. All right, Andy. Andy says we screwed up the Rumble stream again. No, we've been having a hard time with Rumble, but it's going to be better next week. All right. He says he fixed it, but the default thumbnail on there could use work. All right. Thanks, dear. I'm sure I look great. Steve J. Stevie J says equality. Everyone is free to rent the bikes. That's correct. Equity, you rent the bike and they take it from you. That is a good analysis. Paul says, happy Friday, y'all. Smiley face, happy Friday. Hope it's going well. Stevie says she ex- she supports equity and she got to experience it firsthand. Well, call it a learning experience. She, she still doesn't deserve to be pilloried in front of everyone. You're logged into Twitter on the other browser, says Andy. That's correct. Thank you, dear. I know. I know. I want to use yours, though, because it's like a clean slate. We're going with it. <laughs> Andy says, I'm logged into Twitter on the other browser, but he's commenting as me. Ooh, creepy. This is very confusing. <laughs> Stevie says, Karen means privileged white woman, but it's uncomfortable to admit it's a slur, so people try to hide the definition. Let's actually look at the Urban Dictionary. I personally love Urban Dictionary. Let's take a peek now. Because it keeps a track. It keeps track, first of all, of some incredibly disgusting words that... The kids are making up these days that are just gross and nasty. Um, But it also keeps track of the way language is actually changing in real time. So let's read. Karen, middle-aged woman, typically blonde, makes solutions to other problems and inconvenience to her, although she isn't even remotely affected. They usually have more than one definition. Yeah. 
Karen originated as a Danish name. Okay, we don't care about that. Karen is an attractive, kind, intelligent woman. So the other thing about Urban Dictionary is that with every name definition, they'll give you like really nice explainers and also like the actual colloquial terms, which is cool. All right, let's see here if we got any more. Yes, okay. Karen is a historically known as a Nancy. Interesting. So an older Karen is called a Nancy. Pejorative term used for any 29 to 55 year old middle to upper middle class white woman. Okay, Brett. A Karen will go out of her way to impose their belief structures on any unwitting or unsuspecting individual. Once broken off from their pack and cornered, a Karen will publicly berate the victim, possibly involving an authority figure if the victim is of minority descent. Yes. So this is actually something that we've seen. They like to call the cops on people who are having barbecues in their own backyard and other stuff like that. It's not great. But at the same time, this woman wasn't like acting at all like that and she was just given that name because she's a white lady a blonde woman with ombre cascade has hairstyle who wants to speak to the manager yes 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 yeah okay so it is 100 racially associated and i really don't like that i think that should probably stop i don't love it all right i gotta catch my breath here we go anyway um green skin is loved too cliff says shout out to all the karens out there who are kind polite patient customers yes they are out there i did hear that there was one country out there who had had i think it was canada had no baby karens born over the course of the last couple of years i'm toast also says lydia just gets better and better thank you for saying that i am pooped tonight don't forget the chads either cliff yeah for sure chads karens um i think the male component to a karen is like a steve i'm not sure not sure what the male component will be. Let's see here. Cheshire Cat says, stop. Will you do a reaction to what? <laughs> I'll send $10 for a reaction video. I'm not sure what you want me to react to. If you let me know, I will see if I can do that. Andy says, I think the Rumble live stream is private or something. Interesting. I'll check it out. And then he gives us a Rumble link that hopefully works better. Didn't get a Rumble alert today either, says Whisper. Now that I think about it, yeah. Zach says, lesson is, if someone tries to steal your bike, just let it go because no one will help you. Right. And this is the same lesson they were trying to send on the subway when Daniel Penny stepped in. No one should step in. No one should try to help anyone. That's not a good place to be. That's bad for society. It really is. I don't like that. Sorry I'm late. Hello, Keenan. Cleaning out my car to sell it. I'm catching the bus in 12 hours to Salt Lake City to be in a truck. To be a truck driver again, awesome. I have a pal who's a truck driver. Very honorable profession. You will always have money. Not sure what you're going for there, Cheshire Cat. Whisper says, huh? Yeah, I'm confused too. Two ladies, sorry I was late. Just got back from our capital today. Very scary times. Activists were trying to disrupt our state legislature today. We passed a bill today, 574. Let's look that up. I haven't heard of that one. Bill 574. And that is, what state is that in? North Carolina, Fairness and Women's Sports Act. Very cool. Ah, that would explain the activists for sure. Very happy to hear that. North Carolina also just passed a 12-week abortion ban overriding the Democratic governor. Super cool. Yep, two ladies says credit unions are much better. Agreed. Whisper says, I'm making French bread pizza for dinner. Awesome. That sounds great. Ungabunga says, taxi driver is all blue because it's distilled to dense urban locations, possibly so. Ertes00, thank you for your super chat. That's very generous. Born and raised in New York, but left down in Virginia for now. Facebook friends still up there call me all the names in the book for being African-American and committing wrong thing and get tagged in some racist crap. Grats on kid, by the way. Thank you so much for your congratulations and thank you very much for the super chat. That sucks. And that's actually something I was tweeting about earlier today because Vincent Dow, I'm sure you guys are familiar with him by now. 
he was on that um vice panel with all those a bunch of other like asian um, pacific islander other kinds of minorities and mixing it up um and they did not like him they did not like him at all because he went on there and he was like actually i think that you know by and large people are equal i think that if you work hard you can get ahead and all this other stuff that you're not supposed to say and man the looks they gave him i'm like you don't get a seat at the table unless you unless you toe the line right which is ridiculous and i feel that a little bit as a woman too they're like oh i assume that you vote democrat i assume that you're pro-abortion because you're a woman i'm like what are you talking about first of all the pro-life movement is spearheaded by women Let's be honest, there are still women out there who have a maternal instinct and who aren't feminists. But that's exactly the same as, like, African-American people who like conservative ideas. It's almost like people are individuals, not their group that they belong to. Nonsense to me. American-Americans. There are no Americans in New York. My ninja. Interesting. Stevie says, diversity of thought is not permitted. Fascinating. Two ladies says... Our next school board meeting is going to be interesting. When I get to speak, I have lots to share. Good times. The lady says, I wonder if they were donating to churches too. Not sure. Read about the Stasi lids. I am somewhat familiar with the Stasi and yeah, I'm feeling it. That's what it feels like. They're like normal people who are ratting out other people who believe that they can get ahead by doing so. I really don't like that. Oh, let's see here. <laughs> Dang it, I lost my place. Oh yeah. Dip is an agent provocateur. He agitates for cuddles, Stevie says. Yes, actually, when Andy was first um, in my life, Dip kept trying to knock his book into water. And so Andy was like, he's a fed. I'm like, he's a cat. All cats are feds as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Two ladies says, I love Dip for sure. Oh, let's see here. Gregory says, I feel the same about circumcision. It's a horrible mutilation of most innocent of us. That is a conversation I will not engage with because I'm not a man. Um, And in much the same way that Scott Adams chooses not to talk about abortion, there are some topics that I just don't speak to because I don't have personal experience with it. So I'm sure people have it done for a reason. Like I've taken care of old gentlemen who needed all the help they can get and they had some serious issues if they weren't circumcised. But again, not really a super family-friendly topic. There are reasons for doing it and there are reasons for being against it. I think it should be up to every parent. Stevie J says Blair White is extremely educated on that topic. She knows people who regret the surgery because of all the long-term problems, so she chooses not to get it. Very wise. That is a, a wild surgery that everybody should know about. Efunk says, wow, you go, girl. Love your message. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Imagine if the average person knew how much. Oh, goodness gracious. The comments on tonight's chat are really interesting. Keep me on my toes. <laughs> Andy says Rumblestream is better. He fixed it. Thank you very much, dear. Go check out Rumble. If you're on YouTube, what the heck are you doing over here? Go to Rumble. It's much better. Dexter says you need an unruly co-host. The puppy, I can hear her barking right now. She's a very unruly co-host. And I also have Dip who likes to like sit right here, like right by the mic, like he's going to say something interesting, but he never does. And you also can't even hear him purring. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it should be Michael. Kyle Kyle could be the alternative to Karen, possibly so. Alpha says, can't afford to get your own bike. Blame it on a Karen. That's a strategy. And he says, we did the stream on the account instead of the channel. Rumble has this kind of frustrating feature that we just learned about the other day where your channel is different from your user. So you have to like figure out how to cross that divide. And that's something we're working on. We will have it fixed next week. Sorenko says, LOL, RIP Vice. Yes, they are bankrupt and 
Couldn't have happened to a nicer company. Andy, don't feel bad. I've heard other YouTubers complain about streams being messed up because of that exact same thing, says Stevie. Stevie, yes. Texas Ranger says all cats are feds. That's correct. You heard it here first. Tell your friends, but we love them anyway. Stevie says, I guess there's a sub-channel organization chart that confuses people. Interesting. Not sure. Yeah, we'll get it figured out. Don't worry about it. Andy's super smart, and it's just a new thing we're learning how to use. All right, you guys. I feel like I'm going to die. So I'm going to go drink some water and see why the dog is barking. I will see all you guys next week because it is Friday. I'm actually going to do a, I'm going to record a podcast tonight with Petite Nakoko from Twitter. So let me pull up her Twitter and I'm really interesting to talk, interested to talk to her and her husband tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. So I'm going to go. Oh yeah. Hapitarian. I don't know if you guys saw him. Excuse me. Okay, so here we go. This is how her husband describes herself. <coughs> Landlord of Petite Nakoko. These are not my own, nearly autistic and socially inept. Russian stooge. Podcaster linked. Very cool. I'm not sure when that podcast will be available, but I will share it when it is. So we will have you guys check it out then. Until next time. Bye, guys. Have a good one. Have a great weekend. I will see you on Monday. <laughs>